Hello, everybody. My name is Warren Smith, and I'm the president of Ministry Watch. And this week, we're taking a break from our normal podcast schedule so we can give our staff a break and so I can share this special message with you. This episode will be much shorter than usual, but I hope you'll hang with me for six or seven minutes so I can tell you a bit about who we are, what we do, and to answer a couple of questions that we often get about the podcast and about Ministry Watch. Let me begin by acknowledging what I'm sure you already know. We live in a cynical, skeptical, secular age. Faith in all of our major institutions is at or near an all-time low. Government, business, journalism, the law, medicine, people no longer trust institutions and professions that used to command prestige and respect. And this erosion of credibility has also hit the church. And that brings me to my first point. The mission of Ministry Watch is to help restore credibility to the evangelical ministry world by bringing increased transparency and accountability to the Christian ministry marketplace. We believe that increased transparency and accountability lead to greater confidence in and ultimately more giving to these ministries. We pursue this goal of bringing transparency and accountability to ministries by using a couple of pretty simple but powerful tools. First, we analyze on an annual basis the financial statements of more than 900 of the largest Christian ministries in the country. We give these ministries financial efficiency ratings and transparency grades. We make this information available in a searchable database that is free and easy to use. Donors can see at a glance how their favorite ministries are actually spending money. We take the data that is often buried in Form 990s and audited financial statements and make it available for everyone to see. Now, if you want to find this database of 900 ministries, just go to the ministrywatch.com website, and up at the top of the page, you'll see a button that says search for a ministry. Click there, and it'll take you to that database. Secondly, we do investigative and accountability journalism. That's probably what we're best known for and what you hear every week when you listen to the Ministry Watch podcast. We publish between 60 and 80 stories a month at Ministry Watch, and our stories increasingly are getting results. Some of our stories have led to transitions in leadership and positive policy changes at the ministries we cover. And you know, that's an important point, especially important to me. At Ministry Watch, our goal is not to tear down these ministries, but to build them up. Uh, when we must write a tough story about a ministry, and we've written several in the past year, it's our sincere prayer that the story results in reform, in restoration, in change, that the ministry is not weakened, but that the ministry takes corrective action and is stronger than ever. We've developed a loyal audience, and you, as a podcast listener, are kind of at the center of that loyal audience, and we really appreciate you for that. Our website has enjoyed uh, 2 million page views over the past year, and we hope to hit 2.5 million page views this year. 
In a recent survey that we did of our readers, a full three quarters of those who responded said that they've used Ministry Watch to help them make giving decisions. And nearly half of those who responded said that they have changed their giving decisions based on things that they learned at our website. And there's one final thing I want to share with you. We're completely donor supported. We don't accept advertising on our website. We don't take money from the ministries that we cover. We exist to serve donors, to help them, to help you become a more effective steward of the resources that God has entrusted to you. Well, I hope that what I've said so far gives you an idea of why we exist here at Ministry Watch. I'd like to spend the next couple of minutes answering some questions that we sometimes get about the podcast itself. And the first question I get a lot, as a matter of fact, is this. Is Natasha Smith, your co-host, your daughter? Well, the answer to that question is no. We do share the same last name, but you got to admit, after all, that Smith is a pretty common last name, but she's not my daughter or related to me in any way. Though I should also confess that I found Natasha Smith as a co-host because she's a good friend with my daughter, Brittany Smith. They both work at a Christian pro-life ministry in Colorado Springs called Save the Storks. The next question is, Natasha often reads off a lot of names at the end of every podcast episode, names of people who have contributed to the program. How big is your staff? Well, the answer to that question is simple. The size of the staff at Ministry Watch is one. I'm the only full-time staff member at Ministry Watch. Now, that answer requires a bit of explanation. COVID has proven to the world that you don't have to gather large numbers of people in a centralized office to get things done. But Ministry Watch has been operating in a distributed way far before COVID came on the scene. Christina Darnell, for example, our managing editor and someone who sometimes substitutes for Natasha on the podcast, is a stay-at-home, homeschooling mother with three children. Wait a minute, I should scratch that. She's got four children. In fact, as I'm recording this on July the 1st, Christina is going into the hospital today to deliver her fourth child. She'll be off for about a month, but since she has always worked for us from home, we're hoping that she'll be able to ease back into a part-time role as she sees fit, which is another way of also saying pray for her as she's going through uh, a very significant uh, event in her life. Uh, everyone else on our staff, from podcast producers Steve Gandy and Rich Rosel to our writers, including Steve Raby, Kim Roberts, Ann Stike, and Shannon Cuthrell, are also contractors. Now, I should also say that they are seasoned, experienced journalists that, quite frankly, we probably couldn't afford as full-time employees. But we offer them meaningful work, a lot of flexibility, and steady income as a writer, income around which they can build their own lives and businesses and careers as journalists. And they offer us great journalism day in and day out. This business model allows us to keep Ministry Watch management and administrative costs to a minimum and allows us, journalistically speaking, to punch above our weight you might say. Well, when we started, I promised that this episode would be short, 
uh, so we can both get on with things and enjoy our Independence Day holiday. So I'll stop here. I hope this little peek under the hood of the ministry watch machine, so to speak, gives you a better idea of how and why we do what we do. Next week, we'll be back mostly to normal as we begin both a new fiscal year and we'll come to you with new stories that we've been working on for the last few weeks. Until then, I hope you enjoy the Independence Day holiday and as always, may God bless you.